Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We are 15 minutes away from when Smithy picks up the bat in hand. At the moment, there's plenty of racing going on, so I'll forgive you if you might have missed this story earlier in the week. But ATR... It's not necessarily an acronym you'll be familiar with right now, but you will be very shortly. Auckland Thoroughbred Racing is the country's new mega club, the amalgamation of counties and Auckland Racing Clubs, and it's going to shake up our industry and ultimately preserve it, I promise you that. So this week there's been a huge step made with the first set of stakes increases committed by the club, so prize money has been boosted. Auckland Racing Club CEO Paul Wilcox is a very good man and he is with us now. Morning to you, Paul. Hey, Louie, how are you? I am really well, mate, and I was, well, both Izzy and me, we were stoked to see this news this week. So an extra $2 million in stakes, where are they going? Explain this to us. Yeah, look, we've uh, made uh, it pretty pretty clear when we're going through the merger process that our priority was to increase stakes at both Allersley and Pukekohe, and so we came out... Uh, Earlier this week, and and announced that we're we're going to be putting in uh, two million dollars to stakes to to boost uh, the monies to the most important people, which are the owners, trainers, and jockeys. Yeah, what, hey, mate, it's Izzy here. What why is this decision hugely important for the for the state of racing in New Zealand and, and especially in Auckland area? G'day, Izzy. Um, look, it, it's important. Uh, not just for for the Auckland region, but the industry as a whole. We we make no bones about it. The the stakes monies have been lagging in New Zealand for quite some time, and you only need to look across the ditch to Australia and see what they're doing over there, and and how important stakes have been to increase the most important thing, which is the breeding of horses. Which without those horses being bred, we have uh, no sport to race. So uh, we'll obviously benefit uh, a lot of a lot of Auckland horses, but uh, the, the main objective is to benefit uh, any horse that comes to Ellerslie or Pukekohe Park and, and wins a race and, and gets a share of the prize. Paul, this is a step, a really positive step in the right direction. Ultimately, is the ambition and the goal for what you are doing here with um, counties and the amalgamation and the merger that 
horses like Probabil and the Chosen One and, and really good horses, they will go to go to Australia for the prestige, but they could also race here for the same sort of money. Yeah, look, that's a long-term goal, Louis. Um, we've made no bones, or, or particularly myself, I make no bones about the fact that uh, a lot of owners go to their trainers at the minute. Is my horse good enough to go to Australia? Uh, and part of that reason is to race over there for, for that uh, elevated stakes money, which is just out of control at the minute, and, and particularly coming this weekend. But I want that to change, the rhetoric to change. I want the owners going to the trainers, going, is my horse good enough to get to Ellerslie? Look, we're never, and, and let's, let's be sensible here, we're never going to get to those levels that they race for in Melbourne and, uh, or Victoria, sorry, pardon me, in New South Wales. But what we're wanting to do is elevate those stakes so those those good horses will stay in New Zealand and potentially owners don't have to make that decision of selling a horse uh, further afield either to Australia or up into Asia. So this this money can't come from fresh air, mate. So how are you funding this? How are you getting the money <laughs> to this $2 million stakes? <laughs> look, you're on to it, is he, eh? Um, <laughs> look, at the, end of the, at, at the end of the day, this has been a, a, a long long-term plan so we we obviously realize here at Ellerslie and, and also at Pukekohe we've got uh, land holdings here that are surplus to racing requirements so we've leased some of those uh, blocks of land and that gave us a, a significant sum of money that that we invested and that investment now is, has grown to the point where we can start taking a percentage of it so we always leave a percentage in it to to uh, protect it in, against inflation and, and make sure it's growing properly so that we can start elevating these stakes with, for example, the $2 million that we're putting in this season and then going forward as that investment fund grows and as we, we realise some other land assets, we will start really jump-shifting those stakes increases to be uh, far in excess of the $2 million that we've committed to this season. You're like Father Christmas with money bags, Paul. We love it. Hey, ho, um, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, how worried are you or sweaty are you starting to get about jockeys getting into Auckland? What's the comms like from NZTR on this? Because your busy time of year isn't far away, and as we know, Delta has ravaged this part of the world. Yeah, look, uh, you've obviously spoken to uh, last Saturday, you had Bernard Saundry on, and, and we've been working uh, very closely with Bruce Sharrick, who who's uh, the COO of NZTR, and we're we're into Grant Robertson, so um, we can't go much higher than him. And uh, it would be fair to say we are we are starting to get nervous. We make a decision next week, next Tuesday, based on whether we will hold uh, the Melbourne Cup uh, race meeting here on the second of November. So it's starting to starting to get to that squeaky time, Louis and Izzy, because uh, as you well know, Lewis, the uh, the big races are, are just on the horizon here at uh, Ellerslie and, and obviously 20th of November is County's Cup Day at Pukekohe. So, um, yeah, starting to get a little bit nervous, but we are doing jump outs today at 10am this morning, so um, at least I'll be able to see some horses here for, for what's been a very, very long time without having them here. Hey, I saw a video of Louie on Instagram when he was a young fellow rocking a mullet. Rocking a mullet. Is he well behaved at these meetings, mate? Always. What normally, normally you see is he, what happens is Louie's <laughs> usually working. 
so very well behaved whilst he's working. Oh. Now, I can't confirm that <laughs> behaviour stays that way once the band starts playing, as they say. You know, it's, it's like you playing, playing the All Blacks. You, you're focused, you're, you're, you're just concentrating on what you have to do. And then when that whistle goes and you're sitting in the sheds, you've got the bladders low, you've got 24 cans of beer in there, and you're like, you're the man to say, I can drink all these 24 in one swoop. Well, Paul, actually, Paul, it's funny you say that because this is the 10-year anniversary. Tomorrow, this Saturday, is the 10-year anniversary from the, the 2011 uh, Rugby World Cup semi-final where it was, Izzy's redemp- Whoa, re- it was Izzy's redemption tour out there on the field after he was a very naughty boy. He was, uh, yeah, he was naughty with Corey Jane, I think I remember. If I remember. <laughs> like, over, over, over in Takapuna somewhere. You've got it, P-Dub. <laughs> All right, Paul Wilcox. Hey, gonna, that's enough. We've got to let you go. Your phone's breaking up there, Paul. We'll catch up with you another time. All the best. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. See you later. All right, see you later. And quickly, we need to get off to a break because we've got to get back to Smithy. Just caught up with Paul Moati having breakfast at Wild Oats Cast. It's on his way to Danny Vert Golf Course and onto the Livermore. He's looking dangerous. Graham <laughs> has had a Paul Moati sighting on double eight, double yes. three. Love it, Graham. Okay, we've got to get off and get back with Smithy very quickly.